0: What's going on, everybody? And we are back for the final portion of our discussion with Jesse Reeves. And I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Jesse for I mean, really going through a, a marathon session with us as we're now extending into the hour and a half, nearly two hour mark. Uh, but I wanted to get this last part out to y'all. Uh, just so you can kind of walk through a different thought process or exercise that we went through here in this final portion of our conversation where we kind of reverse engineered uh, the draft process in that instead of looking at from a collegiate scheme fit their athletic profiles and how they would fit into the nfl draft like from a team perspective we kind of reverse engineered things to look at all right well we know what the team needs so let's see from a team perspective what they what the personnel currently are on the team how any of the current prospects might fit with them so we looked at we'd already talked about the chargers earlier in part two but we looked at a couple other teams like atlanta Seattle, maybe Arizona, to look at what they currently have, the scheme fit that they're currently using, the coaching staff, I mean, and all the possible fits or the reasoning behind why some teams might select some of the current prospects coming in through the 2020 draft. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Jesse gave some pretty good insight as to how he's looking at some of these prospects and how they might fit uh, into some of their respective teams. So it was a good conversation. Again, we thank Jesse for his time. If you're not following him, go ahead and rectify that right now by hopping on Twitter and following him at Jesse JesseReevesFF, and go ahead and check out all of his content. He mentioned some of it towards the end, the Rookie Index, the draft dialogue, any of the current profile he's doing with Matt Kajewski, all of that stuff. Go ahead and check all that out, but let's go ahead and hop on into it. And here are your authors,
1: Chris Allen. And a- Adam will what I want
0: to do tonight is kind of walk through, I guess, a thought exercise like with you. And I know a lot of folks, they they look at uh, the, the almost the process is linear. Like we see the we see the player. We see the college production. We see how like we look at their scheme fit or we look at their scheme in college and we want to see like, okay, well, how does that translate almost on a one to one basis to what he could do in the NFL? Not saying that's wrong, but let's reverse engineer it. Let's almost look at it from how GMs would look at it. Because GMs and head coaches look at what they currently have, the personnel that they have and the scheme that they run. So if you were a GM, let's say of I guess one of the examples that we have is is Atlanta. Uh, you're uh, you're the GM uh, you're the, you're the head coach. You're looking at the personnel that you currently have. Uh, we've got Julio Jones getting older. I mean, check engine lights definitely on with some of the lower, uh, lower uh, body injuries that he's had over the past couple of seasons. Uh, Calvin Ridley. I mean, he ended the season banged up. Austin Hooper's leaving in free agency, most likely at least uh, Devonta Freeman is older and most like also leaving. It seems like it seems that way. So, from a from a talent perspective and what they currently have i mean and you're looking at this class breadth and depth of both the running back and wide receiver position i mean where would you take this like where would your focus be in this draft based off of the talent that you see either up at the top or day two day three i mean what would your process be in trying to select a player that would best help that squad
1: well that's a tough question um I feel like if you are in if if you are in need of maybe a couple of those skill positions, like you said, like Atlanta, you could definitely see them. Uh, Muhammad Sanu got traded. Uh, Austin, mm-hmm. who out or uh, you know a free agent you're losing some pass catchers there it's going to be calvin ridley and, and julio jones that are going to be amassing um plenty of that volume there and that's going to be pretty much it with uh, devonta freeman potentially um on his way up to I, I think they're they're looking to move him or get he's going to be um he, is he a free agent this year or are they looking to trade him i can't remember
0: i think um, he's a free agent this year
1: it could be a free agent this year either either way. Um if I'm a team like Atlanta where I clearly need pass catchers and I need a running back I'm probably looking to pull the trigger on one of these elite running backs first um cuz there's not many of them it's Jonathan Taylor, JK Dobbins, DeAndre Swift and then it's kind of a little bit of a a, a cliff for me I mm. see Acre and 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 that fluctuates too cuz I think Swift is probably fringe guy for me too it's kind of Dobbins and 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 JT and then Swift Clyde Edwards Hilaire and then Cam Akers. And then there's some other middling guys. You got like guys like Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna you're gonna have guys like yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn, Zach Moss, Eno, Benjamin, Joshua Kelly had some upside this year at UCLA, um, Darrington Evans from Appalachian State. There's these are just kind of middling guys. And if you are, if you're looking to 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 get rid of your your main um bell cow back i th- i would probably venture to say that devonta freeman won't be easily replaced in terms of what he's able to do as just being like a thumper running back who can who can really just hit the hole and um yeah, offers a, a really strong stout run game Mm -hmm. when it's healthy that is um i would venture to say you'd probably want to pluck one of these running backs jonathan taylor jk dobbins swift uh acres etc etc you would probably want to pluck those guys first and then see what type of depth you can get at the wide receiver position later because the this wide receiver class is so incredibly there's so much talent on it i said it wasn't deep a couple months ago but the more i look into it I just think that it's a lot deeper than we're giving it credit for, and I I think there's probably only three to four of these guys that are going to go in the first round. You are probably looking at being able to get a guy like a KJ Hamler and Isaiah Hodgins, uh, maybe you know a Jalen Rager, maybe even a Denzel Mims early in that second round, depending mm-hmm. on where you're at. So right. um, if if a running back is a need, you grab that early this year. And I'm not saying you know definitely not super early. You don't want to spend a top five pick on it. But if you're sure. sitting in the back half of that first round. Um, I definitely consider pulling the trigger on a guy like Jonathan Taylor if nobody does before you
0: I think that makes sense and just to give you I mean, I think you're right on the money because it seems like the team is feeling the same way so this is from uh uh this is from Garrett Price on Twitter who was like kind of following the following yeah. the combine and looking at like the the number of interviews that each of the teams took and i mean looking at just this is the rundown of how many running back visits that teams that teams that, uh, that brought in i mean they brought in uh, Atlanta brought in Cam Akers, Jet Anderson, mm-hmm. Eno Benjamin, AJ Dillon, JK Dobbins, CEH, Josh Kelly, Anthony McFarland, Zach Moss, Jonathan Taylor, Patrick Taylor and Keyshawn Vaughn. I mean that's a whole three, crop. Four, five, six. Yeah, right. That's I mean, that's, whole like, crop. that's, that's all of them. Right. Yes. So, you know, I mean, just based off of that the team is thinking in that direction and the team is thinking that, all right, like we're going to try and ship off Devonta. Uh, I mean, we didn't get much out of Brian Hill. Uh, I mean, we can't really expect much out of – yeah, Tevin Coleman's gone. I mean, Edo Smith got blown up in pass protection and got knocked – literally knocked out for the rest of the season. Yep. I mean, so we, we have to be able to supplement that position. I mean, the offensive line with the investments they made in the offensive line at, through 2019 in that yep. draft – it was all right. So now we need to upgrade at that position, or at least need to try and I guess shore up that position. So yeah, yep. it seems like from by your process, it looks like the team is also moving in the moving in a similar direction. At least I mean the way it they're makes, showing it at the combine, it does make sense.
1: Yeah, it definitely makes sense because they're getting out of that big contract with Devonta too. I mean that thing was he was the highest paid running back for a couple of years, wasn't he? Or for at least a year. I Yeah, it sounds right. He was he was the highest paid running back for a, a certain period of time and. And right now, just kind of getting that rookie r- rookie running back, getting out of that money there, and being able to move on from that contract, getting that rookie running back in there, that young, um, a young durable guy that you know can can produce, that allows you to probably pull the trigger on maybe a, a wide receiver in free agency. You know, mm-hmm. you know, somebody, like a Robbie Anderson, a guy that's just going to burn yes. for you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 going to allow you to go into this free agency period and probably pull the trigger a little bit more than. Um, and then if you're looking to get a run, there's no good running backs that are that are going to be on the market this year. Maybe no. Derrick Henry, maybe Derrick Henry, but and you're he's going to gonna pay won. King's ransom for I mean, for Derrick Henry, exactly. So it doesn't make sense to do that. I think running back. Where do they pick in the draft? Where does Atlanta pick in the draft? Too? I don't they top remember 10? offhand.
0: Uh, that sounds right. Uh, let's see. I mean, we I'm can probably, figure that if out. Top 10, I'm probably
1: holding that until the second round, which was which is probably where I'd be comfortable taking a guy like. Like Cam Akers or uh-huh. um, a you know I'd probably be comfortable taking that. Might even be a little generous too, but J.K. Dobbins could find his way to the to the early second. It depends. I don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to squeak out. I don't think jo- DeAndre Swift is going to squeak out of the first. I think those two guys are definitely a lock. Okay, that is um, dead center
0: sixteen. Okay,
1: ooh, that might be. I don't hate it. That might be one of that pr- that might be the prime spot that you see Jonathan Taylor go. To be honest with you, I can mm-hmm. the, knowing that. Yeah, I don't think unless Miami's not going to take a running back that early. What Miami has? Do they have? Uh, I think Miami has five. Do they have nine yeah. and nineteen?
0: Yeah, they've got five. They've got. Where's the other one at? I know they got five at least. So yes, I know, that's I know right. they. Have- uh, yeah. It's like five,
1: twelve,
0: and something else. I just mm-hmm. don't
1: think they're gonna pull the trigger. I don't. I don't anticipate them pulling a, the trigger on a running back super early. They're definitely not gonna do it at five. There's no way. No, they're do that I after. don't think so. But um, at 12 of those teens could be, but you know, a possibility. And it's all about how how they value that position as well. So um, Jonathan Taylor to Atlanta. Shout, you know, let's, let's do put it. that. Right. I like that. Yeah, I like let's that. Do it. Actually, a really, really good spot for a guy like that. And he, in that case. I don't. I I probably don't really care about where Joe Burrow goes and how he does it and when he does it. I'm taking Jonathan Taylor with the 101 in super flex leagues all the way around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would, that's gonna change. That's gonna change everybody's board if that happens. That is a premium spot for a running back right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, without a yeah. doubt. I'd heard some. Uh, yeah. Some Ceh to Atlanta. Uh, yeah. I heard some like calls them, for yeah. that. I, I like that. I, I definitely like that um I think with his with his pass catching ability and the way that offense is run I mean even from a blocking scheme perspective I think it all kind of fits like kind of falls right in place for a guy like Tyler Roberts yeah. Absolutely. I was like that spot too. I think Atlanta is just a prime spot in general for running back. I think
1: LA is going to be a prime spot. I think LA mm-hmm. um, LA, Miami, Atlanta mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, low key Houston. I think Houston, Lamar yeah. Miller coming off I don't yeah. know what his contract looks like right now but coming off that ACL injury, uh Carlos mm-hmm. Hyde is Free agent. They got Duke Johnson there, but they don't. They clearly they did they don't not trust him. him. Right, they value him as a bell cow back. Right. Um, I think Houston is going to be a very low key spot for for a running back to land. You can watch that, and I think that, that would be. Um, a really good spot for 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 you to pick up some upside there with whatever running back they choose but those four places I'm watching out for for where running yes. back goes those are going to be some prime situations
0: yeah I like that I definitely like that and now I guess to switch it up uh, so we were talking about running backs and like where they could possibly fall now let's look at a team that's likely that may be looking at investing in some more pass catchers I mean Arizona I mean we saw last season it was okay it was a uh, Cliff and Kyler it was the, I mean, four wide. It was the air raid. It was, I mean, let's let's just have you know passing like you know all over the place. But yet it didn't come to fruition. I mean, regardless of what you think about, I mean, it was it was Keyshawn. It was uh, Hakeem. It was uh, Andy. I mean, there was just there was so much investment into the position, but yet we didn't see the production. I mean, it just it just never came to the way that—it never fell out the way that it did. I mean, it literally took them trading for Kenyon Drake, of all people, for that offense to actually start, you know, pumping and, like, moving the way it was supposed to. I mean, David Johnson fell off a cliff. I mean, it was—it was, it seemed like, other than—I mean, which was kind of surprising to me, especially the way that Kyler Murray wound up becoming uh, the Offensive Rookie of the Year, it just seemed like a just— it didn't meet our expectations now with the depth at wide receiver in this class. And we just saw them make so many investments into the wide receiver position last season. Can you see Arizona doing the same thing with everything, with all these wide receivers and different archetypes of wide receivers in this class? Can you see them making the same investment in 2020?
1: Oh, I don't know. It's tough to say because I want to believe that they that you know Hakeem Butler was a guy who was injured a lot last year. We had really high hopes for him. He had he had really bad draft capital, regardless. So I don't expect mm-hmm. his impact to be very big. But. Um, I think the contributions that they got from the position were limited, and that's because they were young all the way around. I mean, they yeah. they even went out to, uh, if I remember correctly, they signed Michael Crabtree, or they were going to sign Michael Crabtree. Yeah, at the- yeah. yeah. I think it's it's a matter of they drafted plenty of wide receivers last year. I plan on them retaining Larry Fitzgerald and still having Christian Kirk. I don't see them pulling the trigger on one early. That's just my. I don't see them doing it early. They might later on in the draft. They could address the position. I think it's a need. Um, but you have your stud wide receiver in Christian Kirk. You're just mm-hmm. kind of muddying the water by drafting all these guys around him and then you know choosing. Um, I mean Andy Isabella too has a fantastic profile. He yeah. just didn't have the draft capital that we wanted uh w- that we wanted from him. I believe did he go in the third or fourth? I can't remember. I want to say fourth. Um, I want to say fourth, which is not a death sentence for wide receivers, especially no. one of his um one of his caliber in terms of of overall production profile and stuff. Um no, he didn't go fourth. He went uh in the second. So that's oh, wow. actually go in the second he has uh, age 18 break age 19 breakout excuse me and um a massive college dominator he is just a guy and he wow his 40 yard a 431 dude he's just an absolute speed demon he's somebody that i just take the next step i really think that you're you're probably looking at a culmination of 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 larry fitzgerald christian kirk andy isabella as being the stalwarts there and i think um andy isabella got off to a slow start throughout his career, didn't get much volume, didn't get much playing time throughout his first season. I don't expect them to address the, the wide receiver position um, very early, but there, you know, there are, there, I think there's a couple teams that have a really, really good chance of snagging those wide receivers early and we should definitely be excited.
0: Now I, I am. I mean, because it seems like uh, like a team that I'm looking to address the wide receiver position, if it's not going to be Arizona and I totally understand that. Uh, I mean, Green Bay, I mean, after uh, what they spent, what, two fifth, it was like a fifth round, fifth and sixth round or two fifth round picks on it was MVS and ESB was it two seasons ago. Uh, And we can see like how that's how that's turned out. Uh, I'm hoping that they wind up addressing the position that way. Uh, Seattle adds to what they have with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Uh, cause it seems like, uh, well, they already picked up Greg Olson. We don't know about the health of Jacob Hollister. Uh, but I'm hoping that they, you know, hashtag let Russ cook and, you know, let him, let him do, let him do Russell Wilson things like in 2020 uh, but for sure, I mean, it, but to me, it's just I'm I'm always excited about the wide receiver position. But like as we discussed earlier, it takes a while for some of those guys to hit. So as I'm excited about them, like I was excited about Nikhil Harry like last season, I was excited about Hollywood Brown like last season. Uh, it just it takes time for them to develop like within the NFL and and sometimes they hit. Sometimes, like sometimes they hit like uh, Christian well, Christian Kirk to a degree, but sometimes they hit like uh, DJ uh, Moore. DJ Moore absolutely. But sometimes they don't hit like Nikhil Harry. Sometimes they don't hit like any of the guys that we were just talking about with Arizona, and it could just be they need time
1: exactly exactly and it comes down to some of the situation to where these guys are drafted though too um Mm -hmm. if we're just talking about prime landing spots there's two teams that really stand out to me where um if if any of these top five to six wide receivers go they instantly become wide receiver ones in the nfl and um, i'm talking about the the now las vegas raiders and the Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars, those are two situations that I will be monitoring very heavily for fantasy production at the wide receiver position. Mm -hmm. Um, the trio of wide receivers. I love what DJ Chark did, but I will be, I will go on record and I will say that much of what he did was because he was competing with nobody who could keep up with him. He's competing with DD Westbrook who broke out at age 22. Um, and really doesn't have any physical metrics to back himself up as. And then you were talking about Chris Conley. And then the quarterback switch and everything that has to do with Nick Foles and and um, Gardner Minshew. That's not to take away from, from what we saw from DJ Chark. But DJ Chark was just the de facto alpha in that situation. Mm-hmm. If the Jaguars decide to pull the trigger on a guy like CeeDee Lamb in the top 10, because I believe that's where they're picking is in the top 10, mm-hmm. you better – it, it's going to be a very very tough situation for gamers that are planning on passing um on CD Lamb because CD right. Lamb walks into that situation as the youngest breakout the most the most production the best averages in terms of production that we've seen out of college come out that's going to be walking into that situation even a guy I, I, we're, we're talking about even a guy like if, if it were Jalen red there's a handful of wide receivers that i know will go into jacksonville and just they automatically assume that number one role because they did it in college there's no way it's going to be suppressed in the nfl they've mm-hmm. displayed it against other nfl talent and a guy like dj chark who broke out at age 20 with a 25 uh dominator rating rank, rating in the 37th percentile is not going to stop a guy like cd lamb it's just mm-hmm. not going to happen so for me that's a prime prime spot that i'm hoping that we can see a guy like cd lamb maybe a t higgins or oh, uh, one, yeah. denzel mims justin jefferson sign me up for any of those guys and they will instantly skyrocket up my board and then pretty much the same scenario um, for for the Las, the Las Vegas Raiders is uh, they don't have any alpha there. We saw Hunter Renfro be extremely efficient on touches, but he is not mm-hmm. a guy that's necessarily going to walk in and command um, every single, every single target that's going to come out of the quarterback for the Raiders hand. And I, whether that's Derek Carr or Tom Brady, or he's just not going to walk into a situation and, and, and command that he he is very, very low um, in terms of percentile for dominator rating and breakout age did not come in with, really anything uh, of merit in terms of college production, fifth round draft capital. Um, He's 24 years old. He's he's Mm -hmm. going to be a great wide receiver too, or in this case, if uh, the Raiders – do swing with a guy like jerry judy or a, a cd lamb or a Jalen regular that you know any one of these wide receivers that i've previously mentioned they are going to walk into that 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 raiders locker room and they are going to assume that wide receiver one role and tyrell yes. williams likely gets uh, relegated to two so two very big landing spots that i'm looking at for for fantasy production and that is mostly playing off of i don't care who the quarterback is i don't mm-hmm. care who's throwing them the ball um it's going to come down to volume which is what we look for in fantasy football and they are these wide receivers at the at the top of this this class are volume hogs and they are going to walk into those two situations and if one of if, if one of those guys lands there
0: i am all for it yeah I'm, I'm really hoping that that's the case i mean me like my my selfish uh hope was that somebody like I, i'm hoping that cd lamba get drafted by the cardinals uh, that's just so you know the connections there with Kyler and all that. I mean, I thought that would just be absolutely wonderful to see. But I mean, like like we just talked about, I mean the fact that they've already made those investments, young wide receivers. I mean the profile, the athletic profiles are there for a guy like Andy Isabella it seems less likely but again that was just my my selfish hope but i mean either way i mean those those types of wide receivers i mean they are those types of guys that you walk into the you put them in the right situation they will produce you put them in the right situation they will take over i mean that position or that group uh that that wide receiver core like on that team and that's my hope and that's my expectation for when teams see that when they see how they were able to operate in college Those expectations follow, like when they bring them onto their squad. So if the so if the Raiders are looking at a a Judy uh, a CD uh, Justin Jeff, I mean they they see those qualities and they're like, okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to replicate that. I want you to assume that role, like on this offense. Take the reins and then you go. You try and pull Derek Carr into being that uh, that quarterback that we saw. What was it? Just like three, four seasons ago, yeah, was like you know that was being you know pulled into being like a a top twelve like quarterback at least for a short period of time, and I think given those weapons, like if you pull if you put Derek Carr with guys like Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and then you throw in a CD, a Jalen Ray, I mean any one of those guys, it's like now we're cooking. Like now we we've got Josh Jacobs, and now now we're cooking. So I'm I'm hoping that's the case. Again, my selfish you know. Yeah, I <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping that's the case. But all right. All right. We've been going on for a while. I mean, I, I, I don't want to take up the rest of your evening. I mean, just thank you so much, man, for Absolutely. coming and sitting down and uh, letting letting us talk your off and uh, talking the year off for the rest of the folks like listening to this uh, before you get shown out of here. I mean, the, the floor is yours. Let the folks know one more time about all of your projects that are going on right now. What's coming over the next few months? Uh, and uh, and let the folks know what you got going on man
1: Absolutely, man. So anybody who's who's interested in in reaching out to me or just seeing any of the content that I put out, you can find most of my work over on Twitter at Jesse Reeves FF. Um, Aside from that, like we discussed earlier, uh, deeply indulging in the um, the show and podcast and um, video and video content that is the Draft Dialogue with my co-host Matt Gujewski. Um You guys can find uh, all that content over at. Um, no, we don't have a, a platform or a profile per se specific, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts, The Draft Dialogue. You can uh, find us uh, videos on YouTube. Matt Gujeski has his house on, I don't remember. It's M Gugeski, some type of numbers. Just type that in on YouTube and you'll be able to find us. Um, in terms of written content or anything that I'm doing, my main platform is uh, the Roto Underworld or playerprofiler.com. Um, you can find all my written rookie profiles, anything that I put out in terms of written articles, you can find it over at The underworld so that's um that's where written publications are getting done at for 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 me on my end we discussed this earlier too working on the rookie index that is going to be an incredible project that i hope everybody um is 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 really really going to enjoy and something that i want to give to this this amazing community of people that have allowed me to talk about football and um i'm excited to stick this thing in the ring and, and hope people enjoy it um and and yeah you can catch me on you know wherever you might you you might consume fantasy content i'm sure that um i i will try and uh, invade for for your pleasure but um but yeah hey and and more than everything uh, to you and to you and adam Thank you guys so much for lending me your platform once again. And before we do get out of here, I do want to say that um, as we gear up for the, the rookie index to drop and stuff, I would love to come back on. And even if for you know a short segment or something in, in, in the middle of one of your guys' shows, I would love to come and give away one of the your guys' as loyal listeners, somebody that you guys really appreciate, somebody that you guys really want to give a copy of the index away to. I would love to do that for you guys, You know, give a little bit of incentive. I know we mentioned this on Twitter. Um, I do have a special spot. Put away for you guys for this rookie index to um, that that we can give it away and and kind of uh, make a make a thing of it.
0: Absolutely. I mean, and y'all heard it here. Uh, I mean, Jesse is putting out content. He's putting out his thoughts and he's giving it away to you for free. So we'll figure out the mechanism on how we can get that out to everybody. But uh, without a doubt, I mean, you want to come on this show. I mean, hell, we could have a guest on and we can just slide you in along with the yeah. guest and you can come and talk. It doesn't even uh-huh. matter. Like, we will make room for you, man. There, there's it. no doubt about it. So we will we will make that happen. But yeah, uh, around, uh, so what, April 6th is when it drops? April 6th is the, is
1: the absolute, is the date that I have in my head. Um, that's the one that I'm, I'm, I'm gunning for and we're going to make okay. it happen by then. So I will we will be in contact before then at some point but yeah i'd love without a doubt you know get one of your your guys as listeners and somebody that you really enjoy or you you know somebody that really wants it you come come get yourself a copy
0: absolutely yeah i'll we will i'll I'll shoot you a dm We'll, we'll figure this out man absolutely without a doubt all right so thank you again for stopping by tonight and talking with us i mean there's just I'm gonna have to list, play this back like two or three times and to catch all the nuggets and whatever, man, because you you got too much. I mean you your your insight is too great like for to capture all in one in one sitting. So we're gonna have to yeah. uh, I'm have to break this up. But um so, but for for Jesse, uh I mean we also huge shout out to Adam for for stopping by tonight. I mean again, congratulations on the wonderful child. Uh posting pictures or whatever, but very happy for the Wilde family. Uh it's it's wonderful to see. Uh, but for, for Jesse, for Adam, uh, I'm Chris Allen. Find me on Twitter at Chris Allen, FFWX. We thank you all for showing up, and we'll catch you all we next week. 101
1: D- pick D- when D- it hits you. D- feel D- no pain. D- Praying D- for the D- fantasy D- championship. D- Hit the books, kid. Read D- D- this pamphlet D- called The Dynasty o- o- Owner's Manual. It, it, it's automatic. The D- Dynasty. It, it's automatic. Owner's Manual. It, it, it's automatic. Dynasty. It, it's automatic.